0: Welcome to Fielding Questions, a podcast produced by Egg Country Farm Credit Services that explores the world of farm finance and rural living. I'm your host, Adam Ulrich, and it's June Dairy Month, making it a great time to talk about dairy revenue protection for farmers. Here to fill us in on this topic is AVP Loan Officer Dennis Bangart. Thanks for joining us here today, Dennis. Yeah, hey Adam. I um, want to welcome everybody to the podcast. Well, we appreciate you being here, Dennis. And so just to get us started, what is DRP and and how does it work? DRP is Dairy Revenue
1: Protection. And what it is, is it was a new dairy program and it was rolled out in the last farm bill a couple years ago. What it really does for producers is it gives them an insurance option that say is very similar or acts, drives similar to what they may have in multi-parallel. So what it does is, you know, if you want to, try and compare this apples to apples for people's comparisons. If a producer on their farm makes a million pounds of milk a month, okay, so 12 million pounds for the year, they can insure up to a certain percentage of that. Usually the recommended amount is maximum insurance on about 85% of that. And then they can do it in a contract. Based scenario where they'll watch the markets on a daily basis. And if in a given quarter, say January through March, they want to protect of the three million pounds of production in that three month span, they want to protect, you know, a certain amount and do it on a certain contract day, they can pull the pin on that contract um, and then they've started what we call one of their endorsements. Okay, so. I would compare it similarly to, you know, if people know how to drive a multi peril policy where they can ensure bushels per acre or revenue per acre, okay, dairy revenue protection for pounds of milk is very similar. It allows them to say, take a 500,000 pound contract on today's June 17th, today. And then at the end of that adjustment period for when they bought it for, the calculations are done to see if, you know, if it was just a protection, or if it actually materialized into a contract that would have a payable um, indemnity on it. So at a high level, that's what it is, is it allows people to sell pounds of milk in an insurance program, similar to producing, you know, corn or soybeans on your farm and have an insurance product to match that.
0: Is this program the same for all dairy producers, regardless of the size of their operation?
1: Correct. It is a risk management or RMA driven product. And as we all know, that is an area of the USDA that crop insurance is rolled out through. DRP is a crop insurance similar program. So the reason it exists is you have a couple ways that people can protect um, their dairy production. One of them is at the county FSA office in a program called Dairy Margin Coverage, however through histories and farm base, meaning historical production, not everybody is eligible for their total pounds of milk if they were an expanding unit, were a new producer in the last couple of years. What DRP allows people to do is, regardless of the amount of milk they produce or number of cows they, they have in their herds, it allows them to buy an insurance product based on their farmer production. So correct, it is available to any dairy
0: operation. So, you, you talked a little bit about the program, but is there anything that this does not cover?
1: So, it is a market-based program. Um, so, again, the easiest way to explain and compare things are look back at, you know, if I have a, a revenue protection on my, on my field crops, okay? They're, your indemnity is based on a board-driven price. So, if I have a corn policy and you know, it takes the higher of that spring price or fall price, the dairy revenue protection kind of acts in the same way. On the day I bought the contract, I'm really buying the contract on the day that that market close was for, and then on the day when the contract ends for that insurance period you bought it for, it's using that three month average of say January through March, and it's using a market-based contract, you know, so when you ask that question of what's covered and not covered, okay, um, if people have, you know, a personal insurance loss, which we've we've run through these with producers before as things have come up of, say they had a barn fire, the cows were moved, or the big thing in the dairy industry is, you know, since the last farm bill, um, some dairy producers, especially during COVID last year, also seen where they had PPD deductions on their milk checks. Things like that are more farmer-based, order-based. They're not market-based based based right off the board of trade. So while it seems like those things could or would be covered, this is a market-based program. Things like PPD, you know, a true insurance loss, which should go through your private property insurer. Those are not part of DRP. However, that said, DRP is a great product because, you know, right now in the last two to three months, people have been able to lock in some, you know, trigger prices that may have been well over $17 a hundred. And as we all know, in the last, you know, five years, 10 years, 15 years, have we all seen those milk checks that were, you know, $9, $12, $15? And is that really what you're protecting against? absolutely it is you should never buy insurance to get rich you should buy insurance to protect yourself and manage risk and that's what DRP does is in an essence it takes a cost per hundredweight, and you're buying a put option in a sense on the bottom end of your milk but leaving your top end open you're just paying the insurance premium to leave you know to have that bottom protection and leave the top end open
0: Okay, so if if someone's interested in going out and getting a DRP insurance option, when does coverage begin and end? Obviously, cows are producing milk year-round, so it's not quite like a crop production where there's specific times of the year when things are grown. Dairy's happening all the time. So when would a coverage level begin and end?
1: That's a great question, Adam, and it has a couple answers to that question. Um, so there is an annual enrollment. If you're a new producer, you can sign up at any time. Okay, through the course of the year, if you already have DRP coverage and you're interested in moving your your policy to a new provider like Egg Country. Um, you have to have that done by june 30th annually every year so you know on the day we're doing you know this uh, podcast we're here in the middle of june um, people would have till the end of month to actually enroll and sign up and move their insurance to a provider like a country okay Um, if you're a new producer you can sign up at any time that's answer number one answer number two is then there's it's not necessarily an approval process but there's two sets of paperwork that people have to remember When you first enroll, you're in doing exactly that. You need to fill out the forms and application just like you would with any other insurance policy, and then we have to input you into the system as a producer. Okay. Once the AIP, which is the insurance provider, okay, which we have several of those we work with in DRP, once that insurance provider approves you as an insured, then you can start buying what's called endorsements and covering your milk. So can people walk in here today and within two to three days be buying a DRP policy absolutely they can but it's a two-step process first we got to get your application in to enroll you after enrollment is done then we can set you up as an actual insured and start selling you endorsements based on your needs and the risk management that you're looking to cover And then as far as when it's available, DRP is not available every day of the year. It kind of follows those market trend days as people watch the Board of Trade and, you know, class three and class four milk prices at them. So if there's days where there's large inventory reports that are released or, you know, there's USDA data coming out, DRP is not available on those days. And that's roughly probably 20 to 30 days of the calendar year, Um, but otherwise most days, Monday through Friday, it is available. If there's large market mover days, say the market goes up or goes down by limit, say 50 to 75 cents, the USDA and RMA may choose not to sell it on those days because we had huge market movers. But with confidence, is it generally available? The 300 and some business days a year, Is it generally available about 220 to 250 days a year? Yes, it is.
0: I see that there are different pricing options. There's really two different pricing options. There's one that's based off of class for things like class three and four milk. And then there's also a component pricing option. Can you just expand upon this just a little bit?
1: So you are correct, Adam. There is a number of ways that you can insure milk the difference between component and class so class looks at exactly what the name implies it looks at class 3 and class 4 prices straight off of the Board of Trade okay Um, so if you're buying a policy and today's close was you know 17 something on you know class 3 say 17.50 but class 4 is a dollar behind that at 16.50 and we're just using example numbers here not not true market reflections. Okay, you can use up to 100% of one or the other or a combination of class three and four. We've seen most producers defer to a class three purchase at 100% of class three because that's been the higher price. And that is directly based on you know the market um, with some tie back to the actual commodities, cheese, butter, and the things that are represented behind it a component-based product is really based on that price that's on the board of trade for the value of protein and the value of fat. And as anybody who milks cows know, protein is made into cheese, fat is made into butter. Okay, So the component adoption, if people have a higher component herd or they have a dairy marketer who's processing their milk who pays on a component basis, we've seen a lot of people, you know, if they're you know, milking a larger percentage Jersey herd, run higher components. Take a combination of class and component, or purchase a component product because that's what they're actually producing. It allows them to use more than you know, say a three eight or four percent butterfat on their policy. Maybe they're looking at something that's four eight or five percent as far as their components, butterfat for example. So there are a number of options for people to use in that Um, and we've seen a lot of those producers also purchase you know both class and component some go one way or the other, some split it down the middle and some prefer just to do class. But there are a number of calculations we walk through people to help them find the best fit for what they're
0: looking to ensure. Well, Dennis, thank you very much for taking some time out of your schedule and, and talking about this insurance policy with us.
1: Yeah, not a problem, Adam. It's uh, It it does seem to be an option for people and a good option for people as far as allowing them to have something out there in the marketplace that, in essence, allows them to purchase something similar to a put option that they'd work with through a broker. Um, closing the endorsements is actually a very simple process. They come out at the end of each business day they're available, they can get them right from us, they can go into our online analyzer if they're enrolled in that, um, look at themselves right on their own farm, Um, or they can give us a call and, you know, inquire what DRP prices are doing. It allows them that option to, you know, target the market is on the rise, I want to protect some milk, you know, it allows them the ability to go out, say four to five business quarters, a business quarter is January through March, April through June. July through September, October through December, it allows them to go out up to a year, a year and three months, look at favorable board prices and give them the option to protect some of it. So it's a great program. We've had you know, a lot of people use it and we've also had a lot of people that nobody ever wishes for an insurance claim and I think anybody listening will agree with that. But have there been people who've collected on their, on their DRP policies? Yes, there have. Because we see market swings regularly in any commodity.
0: Well, again, thank you very much, Dennis. That is AVP Loan Officer Dennis Bangart at Egg Country. We want to thank you very much for listening. If you have questions about a financial topic, we would love to hear from you. You can send us a message on Facebook. You can tweet us on Twitter or submit your question using our website at eggcountry.com.